Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. White lady. Hey, white woman. One hey, yeah. What's going on with your white lady? Yeah. We back at it. You know what I'm saying? So uh one more time. And a one. And a two. Hey. And a one. And two. Hey. Three. Hey. What's up, hey. guys? Welcome to the partners. Show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And as always. I am one third of the partners. Your boy Tiz. And I'm along with. Other third of the partners, Padawan here. And I am along with. Peace and blessings. What's going on? This face in the place. How's everyone doing this week? Blessed as <clears throat> grandma would say. But you know, we chilling in the cut. You know, there we go. Kicking in the there shit. we go. There we go. Yeah, man. All is well. What's up with you, Pat? I'm good, man. Uh, start of the week. Just going to see how the week goes from here. I can dig. Not dig that. Hopefully, everything is going well for you so far, though. Mm-hmm. No headaches. I like to no say one thing. We get to the show. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the show, let let me just get off my chest real quick. So, one thing I do want to address is. Nosy ass people that work at cash registers. So I'm me and my wife out doing do it. What the fuck are we doing? It's back to school shopping. Now we don't shop in the area we live in. So there we live in, kids aren't even back to school. But this is my thing. So my wife up there paying for stuff after I get my kids in the car. The lady like, oh, you back to, you're back to school shopping. My wife like, yeah, she was like, the lady like, it's pretty late for that, ain't it? First of all, bitch, who the fuck is you? The question, what time scale we on? Could be other clothes in addition to what we already got. Bitch, we don't even live around here. Our kids are going to school for another damn three weeks. What the fuck you talking about? Mind your damn business. You lucky I don't any damn stuff. Well, I'd have told you, man, you got there. You got my wife is a lot nicer than me. Mrs. Face is a lot nicer than real face. So you're lucky. You, you got lucky today, goddamn it. But people out there work cash cashers. Mind your damn business. That is all. Then this nigga pop in with the glasses on. Roger. <laughs> the car, the car again. <laughs> Looking like he about to go, Mr. Williams. <laughs> Mr. Williams. <laughs> Name is Mr. T. Looking like he about to he about ready to inspire Omar Epps to greatness in college. <laughs> what the sound I did, bitch. Mr. Nosy ass motherfucker. Oh man, yeah. <clears throat> Nigga had to get his vision correct. Right. Everything was blurry as a motherfucker for a little while. Right. Right. Ain't driving at night to see no more. Well, I'll be driving. I got night blindness. Bright lights at night, oh. my shit up. So, like, headlights and shit be turned my shit up. So, I try not to drive at night if I ain't got it. Oh, yes, Lord. Then I got to wear my glasses. Yes, Lord. Well, now that I got my glasses, well, I'll drive at any time if I feel like it. So, I can't talk. 
I'll be driving. What's your 2020? 2010, whatever you got. Damn it, I don't like it. Uh, 2010, 10 or 2020. What did he say? 10, 10, 10. What the fuck yeah, he say? Damn it. Damn your eyes. Your eyes. More like a 2015. Like a. I just want to see. I ain't seen since late <clears throat> elementary school. Didn't get glasses to early high school. And the lost my glasses. Man. Squinted yeah. every goddamn thing. <laughs> squinted every goddamn thing. Hey, the hell with you. That's why my eyes chinky now, because uh, I'll be squinting. But now that I got the glasses. Well, I, I get preferential treatment at staff meetings. I get to sit up front air well. <laughs> 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 Shit like having a handicap stick. <clears throat> you did. Oh, that's it. These glasses would have came in handy back in high school. So that way I can sit in the back and look at the notes. They can go to a hey. I'm right there up on the motherfucking in the front. Front end. These glasses would have helped me in high school because I could have seen the nigga out cheating. I was like, he's a fucking dead ass over there, goddamn. <laughs> I never cheated in that way. But I was good to have a girl do my homework for me. That was a good, that was a I, good I, duck I, off I, right there, boy. I just sat back and keep moments. That's all. I remember in sophomore year. I was dating a freshman girl and she was real smart. Her name was Barron, but she was smart as hell. So I used to just let her do my homework for me. She was a little bit ahead of it. You know what? We're going to keep moving. We'll keep moving. <laughs> that face, that face made. Like <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. He knows, he knows what, what I'm doing. Barron is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows who Barney He knows is. exactly what I'm doing. Hey, hey, I'ma say this. And hey, and hey. Say this. Them, this. Shoulders, them shoulders was big. You heard me. You heard me. Crazy. A lot more palatable. And nigga, I almost had to had to fight a family for the people to get to that point. You don't understand, mm-hmm. man. That, that was like four girls into the click in. <laughs> like, like I'm talking about, I almost had to fight a whole family one night at a goddamn Valentine's Day for the food. This is so funny, man. No, it was funny back then, though. It was, it was pretty damn serious. It was, yeah, it wasn't uh, at all to me at that moment. But, you know, <laughs> I can look back on it now and laugh, you know, as a grown man. But as a uh, as a uh, 13-year-old in a 14- to 15-year-old world, I'm going to tell you, that shit wasn't funny, nigga. <laughs> shit was not hilarious at all. I'm sorry, yo. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at your I traumas. Only, I was an only child versus a family. <laughs> It was it was yeah. a, eighteen of them motherfuckers all at our school. <laughs> and another oh, five one of those. And another five in the eighth grade on their way up the nation. <laughs> Yo, why? Why? One of those lineages, every... like they was all spread out. <clears throat> like, like I'm talking about. Like I went to sixth grade in elementary school with their cousins. Mm. The whole city over. <laughs> 
and I'm back in middle school with with these niggas. Like I don't want to church with these niggas and everything. <laughs> Yo, every, every like nigga, like, I'm gonna see you at communion. Is it really that serious? <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> like every uh person, every neighborhood has that like one random family that yeah, is this one just... a neighborhood, bro. See, that's what I'm trying to let you understand. This was like a multi-city thing, like so. All right, so in the eight hundred four, you got Richmond, Henrico, Chesterfield, uh, Colonial Heights. You got Denwood, Holtwell, Petersburg, Ettrick. You got Matoka. You got mm-hmm. uh, Manchester. You got the Meadowbrook. Ever you got Long Pump, Short Pump. You got uh, several other areas down there near where Face at. So like mm-hmm. you, got, you, got, you got hella like like it's it's weird shape. You feel me? So when I'm yeah. talking about like families you talking about like they got like three cousins in Dinwiddie two in Holwell it's a good, you eight, you got it's, a good eight, it's a good 18 at all high school that are all related then you got five <laughs> down there in eighth grade then you got you go over there to Petersburg you got a good three four then you go out there to Holwell I mean okay I said Holwell uh it's one more deep Chesterfield County you got like two up there Ended up they ended up hauling at one of them freshman year <laughs> college late late senior year high school. Yeah, I'm so done. like it was, it, was one, it was one of them weird ass families, like nigga. Yeah, like, all right, so what are we gonna do with that? Like, all right, look, I done moved on. Nigga, we <laughs> fucking tenth ninth grade, nigga. Like this shit cannot be this damn deep. So we gonna fight every time we see each other, or like cause I, look. It's too many of y'all, man. Y'all basically telling me I'm going to have to bring the Blicky to school. That's all you telling me. I got to go. I like one of, <laughs> one of me and Face's homeboys, but he was crazy as hell. His name was Donahue. Obviously, you know, we take the name to, to, you know, respect the day. Not in <laughs> But like, you feel me like, it, it was one of them type situations. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in fucking ninth or tenth grade in the country. The fuck is y'all talking about, nigga? I come from a real goddamn city, nigga. My sixth grade school, the middle school that I would have went to had I stayed in Petersburg and the high school all had bomb threats from the time I was in late fifth grade to mm-hmm. the time I graduated high school. And I'm not talking about bomb threats like once every so often. I'm talking about these motherfuckers had bomb threats on the every two to three day basis. You be in the middle of third period and just be like, if you had a cell phone or a beeper, you just start getting blown up in the middle of your class by niggas at, at Petersburg High School, Peabody or, or Anderson uh, Education Center as it was called back then. They had a whole building just for the sixth grade for Petersburg. It was a lot of motherfuckers in there. Pretty sure that shit was like chattel slavery. You had, they had you in wings, so like you be on. You had like the gifted wing that was like Hall Five. Then you had like the Nakes. Like it was like a mixture of like gifted to like more high level kids, and that was like mm-hmm. Hall Four. Then you had Hall Three, and that was like the uh, that was like the wing. You ain't really go down unless you had a, a pass or unless you worked for the office. Like, mm-hmm. um, then you had Hall Two and Hall One, which was like all the delinquents and the motherfuckers that like you knew they want that they future was pretty much a uh, set. <laughs> God bless. 
but but you just kind of you just kind of had a feeling. <clears throat> Most of them panned out pretty much the way you would have expected at at that age. Had mm. seen their classes. Mm-hmm. It was that. God time. bless. Mm-hmm. But 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 this is a whole sixth grade for the whole city, so it's like not only do you got everybody segregated, but like you got these times like at lunch and like breakfast and and doing transitions where you got just or, or you might even be a PE you might have like two three PE classes all day so like you got people from all over the city so you got people from like who's like uncles have literally shot at each other the night before and then you got like fourth period band with these like uh I mean not band uh fucking choir with these niggas yep so like it was a weird ass school. Like you had like you were segregated on these halls until these weird moments, and then you just be like in jam pop. <laughs> so you would have like these geeky ass kids. So like I was on the gifted hall. So like mm-hmm. you had a mixture on the gifted hall. Like you had like it was like maybe fifteen of us that was from my actual neighborhood in Third Ward, but then you had like maybe seventeen folks from Fifth Ward. Then you had like a whole nother group and, and like in these mixes of kids, like you got people from all over. You got people from goddamn, uh, goddamn Pecan Acres. You got people from out there up Crater Road. You got people from Battlefield Park. You got people from all over. But in these mixes though, you got all types of kids. So you might have like, like we had this one kid named uh, Daubry, right? Again, we still respecting people's name. Uh, but that motherfucker, <laughs> on God, like he was probably the most thuggish kid ever. Like he grew up in one of them households that you was just like, God bless that kid for even showing up to school every day. Like, cause you knew his struggle to get there won't, won't like some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But then he be in class and like, he be the type of nigga like also, also all through elementary school, you know, you just be mixed in classes. So like, unless you was like um, in need of like, literally like super small group services as in like you had like physical limitations and or you had like uh academic services that you needed like mm-hmm. small group pullouts or something you know back in elementary school everybody just in class together so like mm-hmm. i watched this kid like through kindergarten through fifth grade just beat the fuck out of niggas every day but he was also smart as fuck so he was in the gifted program so this nigga was on the on the fifth hall so like you had these weird bitches, but you also had this kid named named uh Lamy, who uh was this Caucasian kid in an all black school, mind you. I'm talking about like 99.7% black. It's like him and one other dude named Tyler that's Caucasian in the whole school. And this Tyler, kid, yeah. and this kid is your typical <clears throat> cartoon slash anime nerd before that shit was like had a a following and had like a group and a subculture and like was like cool. Like this one when it was kind of like, oh shit, you might get stuffed in the locker on the way to third period. <laughs> so like it was weird as fuck back then. I don't know how the hell I got down this rabbit hole. God bless me. That's what the partners is about, man. I'm still trying to figure out where <laughs> myself. I'm like, wait a minute. I know we were talking about something. Yeah, I don't got the, I don't even got the through line back to how we started. I ain't even lie to you, man. I just, I'm, I'm still at the part where he was like, yeah, it's long pump, short pump. <laughs> Am I bullshitting? Nope. Nope. I feel like I might, you know, that might need a pause, but like, 
at the end of the day, like that's really like the like the eight oh four is weird as fuck. Like you got parts of like shit called disputanta. Yeah, disputanta. Yeah. Like, and that's oh. part, of, but like it's only a part of that area that's 804. The other part goes into a whole other area code. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I know Virginia, man. Shit. Like four guys with some weird sugar land forward. Yeah, you did. Oh, like, like the like the schools you would go play when you played war, like it would be like the weirdest shit. Like you be on the track team and you end up in some West Bubble fuck somewhere, like what? I didn't even know this was a place in my state. There's a, they got there's people a, here. There's a city called Orange. Orange, Virginia. Yeah, like it, it used to be that type shit. Now, okay, we ain't gonna keep, I ain't gonna go off on another tangent. God bless. Go ahead. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, I was gonna just get into the fuckery. It's about that time, right? We right here at the about that time. Episode 88. 88. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it going. I feel like one day when we get big, I should like have fireworks flying behind me like I'm edge or something. Yep. <laughs> and some dancers come out behind you. And some have dancers come yes. out behind you. The next time I clip, I, I agree with that. The next time I clip a good and fuckery, I don't know if I can make fireworks, but I'm a damn sure try to make lightning or something happen right on your ticket. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna figure that out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into my bag of tricks. We're gonna figure that shit out. I got yeah, it. I got the whole figure. intro for you, man. Okay, we say it's time for the good and fuckery. You be like, good and fuckery. And then behind you, the girls come out with singing, good and fuckery, good. Yeah, and get fireworks going down with just some of her friends or get like a, a cheerleading squad together, man, and like do like uh, <laughs> do like uh, that nigga uh, Jerry Buss did with. My bad, my bad. What I was trying to say is do like Jerry Buss did back in the day with the Laker girls and shit. Just have like a group of women that's like our, our mascots and cheerleaders. And they come up behind you when we do the good and fucking be like, hey, hey. And then they sing the song that Faye said. I don't, I don't, I can't. Yeah. Good and fucking red, good yeah. and fucking red. You see? Yeah. And you have, you yeah. gotta have one brolic joint that like can sing like the deeper part, like the good and fuck red. Like a chill, like a like a yeah, Jill Scott, like a, like a good low alto, you know. Oh, like, I just got it with some heft, some girth, bass, baseline. I don't know why why I felt like that needed, but I'm gonna just do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, violations and, and violations. Well, being violations, we're gonna um we're gonna start the fuckery off uh. The state below Virginia and North Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. That's wearing your head. It's been like a helicopter. Yeah, they 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 need to raise up something. Um, Shout out to the, uh, the PD and the Pablos. <laughs> I got a, I got a, you know what? I got a PD Pablo story. This, I met, yeah, I met, I met PD Pablo randomly one time. Where the fuck were you at that Petey Pablo was at? And why? In Virginia Beach and Master Sound. 
It was a uh, Timberland's old studio. Got it. Now that makes sense. Okay. Like, yeah. Now that yeah. makes hundred percent sense. Okay. Especially yeah. back in yeah, that, that time frame, I got you. Yeah. Yo, he had made to the studio game back then. That's right. He had a song right. Those listeners that are very old Padawan used to be a rapper. So yeah. One time he had a song. That's the Wait. He said something. I don't know. What'd you say, Face? The bastard child. Oh man. Oh, oh that was before. Yeah, that was that was before the Padawan. Yeah. 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 That was that was crucial. Back in that the beach crucial. days. Yeah, that was crucial. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I was watching Resident Evil the Yo, other day. Can we do this? Can we do this? <laughs> can we, can we, can you find the old clips of like me and your verse from the Killer Be Killed and make that our intro and outro? Cause then can't nobody copyright that shit. Cause that's our shit. Yeah, that's true. I can, I can find it. It's in the, it's in the archive somewhere. Like even if we get just the beat, like the instrumental and just like the hook or something like, but like, I feel like that was a good song, first of all. But second of all, like it's ours and can't nobody take that shit. And can't nobody be like, yeah, that's oh. Well, if you can find any of them old tapes, feel free to use anything that we that we did back then. But yeah, you know what I mean? I'm gonna find a like way. We gotta mix it up. Clear them yeah. things up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um oh, don't clean yeah. shit up. We already explicit on every on look, if you listen no, to I mean like the sound, yeah. just the the sound and the and the mixing and part, not 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 the lyrics, not the lyrics at all. Cause I guess what not. Okay. They blacked out back over there. God dang. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this ADHD story of mine or whatever. But um, what happened? Uh, I was in the studio. Look like a dark skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably, nigga. <laughs> Instead of expeditiously, instead of expeditiously, oh man, oh, all right, all right, let me. I'm gonna finish the story, then I'm gonna get into the fuck. All right, um, I just wanted to say, he made you know, those songs, he has this song that he never released. And it is the greatest Petey Pablo song ever. Like it, like to this day, it's like, I wish I had that like somewhere or whatever. Cause he just played it in the background of the studio. And I'm like, yo, this, this shit goes hard as fuck. Call, call that nigga son. <laughs> it came out around the time um, Bum B had that, uh, he, he had that song where they uh, mixed Jodeci. You're everything I knew you. Yeah, yep, that song. It was around that time. Yo, when I tell y'all that is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yep, it is. All right, all right, I'm going to have a real nigga. Hey, viewers, I'm going to be real and I'm going to be vulnerable with y'all for a second. That goddamn song right there is one of the few, like, Hip hop songs that's like not about like somebody dying or nothing like that. That has made me fucking like shed a tear. 
Like I love the South so much. Like I, 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 I fight for that shit so hard. Like I really love being from below the Mason Dixon line. That shit makes me happy every fucking day. It's a different type of nigga down here, and that makes me so happy. So like I, 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 I love the South, baby. That song right there, like that, that's that's something different, man. That, that's different. Uh, that's a different button you pressing. But yeah, it was around that time. And then after I heard that song, I apologize. Just after I heard that song, we uh we played Uno upstairs with these like other models, and I beat uh Sebastian, that was Timberland's brother, and Uno. I know that nigga. Yeah. Sebastian, aka Tom Thomas. I remember mm-hmm. that song. Guess what, people? It's the first of them. Uh, I guess that whatever mm-hmm. that song was. Mm-hmm. I beat Sebastian and Uno and he had to get out of his seat. And I made a girl draw 16. Nigga, did you make Magoo draw four? He won't dare. <laughs> he won't dare. It was just Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, me and Face back in the day was Timberland and Magoo in real life. Like we used to got down. Uh, have like full on fucking concerts for no fucking body. Like nobody <laughs> was there. But we was down show Temple and the Magoo in the fucking flag. Every once in a while my mom dudes would pop in the room or some shit. Or we was at Face House, then uh, his mom dudes or his girls would come down, but like, yeah. God, I sit down. So why did I bring up Peter Paul? Oh yeah, Peter Paul was from North Carolina. Oh yeah, and in North Carolina, right. <laughs> Back to the fuckery. They did. They did on the fucking. But they didn't did. A Chick Fil A is having um is facing backlash because it tried to recruit people to and, and um to run the drive through and and pay them and sandwiches. They they re, they wanted to recruit volunteers, <laughs> and they will receive a five entrees per shift. Hey yo, how how many hours do you got to work? Is it a shift? And a shift? Part time hours? Now, if it's like, like five six. hours on God, I'll work that drive through for some sandwich. <laughs> that might just be the foodie in me. Or the, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I, I'll, I'll work a good five hours for some sandwiches. Yo, they said in the. um, I go to a face- on purpose just to get points. To go back to Chick Fil A, <laughs> I want you to understand where I'm at with my with my uh, love of chicken. Like Yardbird is, a, is a, has a special place. Yardbird and seafood has a special place in my heart because I can't eat beef. Like because I can't have cow. You totally are. You totally off the beef. Oh no, I don't eat anything from a cow, my brother. I cannot. Just have- how long? I cannot have it. Not a pizza, not a cheeseburger, not a uh, a beautiful cut of filet mignon. For some years now? That's for the rest of my life, unless I want to get cancer. No, I'm talking about how long have you been like knowing it and starting to been off the red meat? Uh, we are going on a year and a half. Cool, cool. Yeah. When you Ooh. first went to that, when you first made that transition, was it? I know you know you did it 
for health reasons. So you had the motivation behind it for the health. So at some point it won't hard, but as far as the tasting and a uh, uh, craving for, was that hard for you to do? Uh, so like to this day, the taste thing, I still like the taste of, like, I would love to have a burger, but I know I can't. So I like, I still like turkey burger. So I wasn't one of them people that was like anti-turkey burger. So like for me, that was a fine replacement. I also have found myself to really like impossible burgers when cooked by the right people. Like there's this place down here called Slutty Vegan. Um, yeah, I heard of them. They were going on maybe. I heard of them too. When I tell you, if you eat their burger, you don't care about beef. You don't care about shit. Like you just, that burger just fucking slams. So like that, like even the impossible burger from uh the, the little Whopper John from uh, Burger King. I can fuck with that. So like I find ways to like get around it. I can still have pork. Okay. And for me, the only thing for pork I really like is a thin slice of ham on a sandwich mm -hmm. every once in a while. But for real, I like turkey. So that already like cancels that. And then like, I like real bacon. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of turkey bacon or no substitute for bacon. Yeah, I like, so, like, like bacon. I'll still have that. So like a lot of the certain things that I can't have, I can find a way around it. If somebody order pizza, usually that pizza place has a sub or something I can have. Um, so it's like, I, I still like the taste of that shit. If I could have it, I would. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's like, I like so many other types of food, I'm good. And my favorite type <laughs> of food, is seafood. So for me, like, I pretty much just switched from like a heavy beef diet to like more of a pescatarian diet. That, that, that. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, I still have, <clears throat> still have pork. I still have like all these other things. And as far as ribs go, to be pork ribs are better. So if I need a, if I need a rib taste, and I'm not even a huge rib fan, but every once in a while you get that craving, mm -hmm. I go pork ribs anyway. So like, okay. yeah. I think it's the opposite for me. I be feeling weird when I eat pork. But so basically, right. so, so basically, for those who out there who like, trying to get off beef, if you enhance your palate, and how yeah, can I say? Yeah, I would say before which, you make the switch, which with other things, find some shit that you can like count on that you make a replacement. Yeah, mm -hmm. like 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 some shit that like if I could only eat dessert day, I'd be good. Like for me, I personally could eat tuna, salmon, shrimp. And any shellfish every fucking day of the week and would never be pissed. Okay, side note, side note, but not really. You ever eat them prawn, the really big ass shrimp? Yes. Tell I can't fuck with them shrimp, but yeah, I dig. I can't fuck with them shits. I'm gonna tell you, I if I have to have shrimp, I prefer like the medium sized shrimp, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, smaller than me. But like okay, that's my yeah. area because I found the uh actual shrimp itself to be more tender. Like, mm -hmm. like prawns, like because they're not actually shrimp. It's kind of like eating langostino, uh langostino shrimp in the place mm -hmm. of lobster. Okay. You ever had that like where, where like the restaurant will do that switch on your ass? Mm -hmm. They'll advertise it as lobster, they'll give you langostino. Like if if you really a seafood head, like for me, like growing up, like I prefer seafood. Like when we would go to like the little Chinese spots or whatever, I would always get shrimp if I had yeah. my choice. You feel me? Like so for me, like over time, like I developed the palate for that shit. But like 
over time, if you eat that shit, you can start to like, oh, that, yeah, that ain't what you said that would. Fuck out of here. Exactly. You develop a <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, face, like I said, you like, especially like, obviously in Virginia, we grew up around nothing but seafood. So, like, a lot of that shit, like, my Virginia head's gonna, like, you can go to a restaurant and be like, no, that ain't what you said it was. I don't know what that is, but that ain't what you said it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got that kind of taste. Like, you could taste imitation crab meat, all that shit. But, like, um... What's been anything with that? <laughs> at the end of the day, like, when you changing your palate to anything, like, if you gotta change it, I always tell people, like, <clears throat> do do some exploratory shit for like a good four weeks where like you're cutting that shit out slowly, but you're also like increasing certain different things every week. So like maybe one week you go straight to poultry. One week you, you, you influence your shit heavy with uh, seafood. The next week you influence it heavy with uh, pork. The next week you influence it heavy with something else. See how your body reacts. See how you feel different. See if it's a taste that you can latch onto. And then like, by the time you end that month, one you have you will have slowly weaned yourself off every week of whatever that other thing is, and then for two, you good. But I'm gonna tell all black people: if your heritage is that originally of Africa, and and that heritage is more than thirty percent, leave all cow products alone. That is genetically not what our people like. You got to think about what's genetically and like um, biologically, I guess, indigenous to the area where your people are from. If you are a people that is from Africa, your heritage does not naturally have a bunch of cows. Now, if you want to take it to an extreme and go to the buffalo or the cattle, that type of a cow, cool. But the average bovine that's in America is not what that is. You did. I need to be eating yak burger. So like, yeah, Somebody. like, like Joke. if you're gonna eat red meat, take it to something that's indigenous to Africa. You're gonna be more <laughs> likely to be able to process it, digest it, and your body will have less ill effects down the road. Like, okay, that, I'm glad you brought that up. Like at the end of the day, cow product, especially dairy. If you can't cut out red meat, cut out dairy. Like, I'm cutting you gotta out. think about what, what type of milk we would have substituted naturally. If you're gonna tr- switch to a milk, go to obviously a vegetable type milk, so a, a almond milk or something like that. Or, I do that. Or if you need like an animal <laughs> milk because you like the fatty taste of it, go to goat's milk. We raised goats back there. So like, that's gonna your body process too. that differently. Goat milk is a lot healthier for you. Yeah. So like I mean like if you gotta do that, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. If you can just cut out milk and dairy products, period, from any animal other than your mama after you stop breastfeeding, just stop. Like naturally, in a black person, it raises inflammation, which means you have higher mucus levels, which means your body is reacting to something that's not actually there. Leads to other health issues. So like, when you find a lot of black people, if you look at our people. A lot, of, a lot of us are mouth breathers. Now, me personally, I'm a nose breather, but if you look at the average black person and you really listen to how they breathe, they're mouth breathers. Meaning 90% of the time, there's something inflamed up in here from the time they was born that has it so like naturally they 
learn to breathe through their mouth because that was the only way they can get constant oxygen in. You did so like it's mm-hmm. science all this shit. So like you gotta really like study physiology and biology, and like the shit just makes sense. Like, and you will notice a difference. Like since I stopped red meat, I can lift more, I can run longer. Like when I say my six pack came in like almost immediately, I cut that out and I stopped drinking a lot. I still like every once in a while I have a beer, but for a long time I didn't drink at all. I detox completely from that shit and completely from uh, all cow products. Your body react different, dude. Now that's now, from my African heritage. If you're now, from you brought up the uh, Asian brought up heritage, the... you're more indigenous here. That's a different. That's a whole different conversation. Now you brought up the other beef, the other types of red meat. I should say. Now it's an island somewhere in Africa, like. Somewhere offset in Africa, it's an island where it ain't nothing but lions and bison. And all the lions eat is bison. You feel me? And the lions are like two times regular, two like two or three times larger than regular lions are. The lions on this island are bigger than Madagascar. No, it ain't Madagascar. It's some yeah. lion. It's some area where it's only archipelagicals and shit off the. Uh, no, yeah, off I the coast. And that word wrong. But you it's know, like, clusters of islands. They got yeah, yeah. It's one, it's one of them. It's <laughs> like it's like something happened with the earth, and this piece of this piece of land broke off. And when it broke off, only only two species of animals was on there was bison and lions. So these lions is like two times bigger than any other regular lion. The female lions on this island are the regular size. Uh, their regular size on that island are the same size as the regular male, male lions on the mainland. Mm. Right. So if you want some beef. You might get that type of shit may be good enough no, for you. I ain't gonna play that. <laughs> unless your people are from that island and that's what you grew up eating and like that's genetically like so like it comes down <clears> to <throat> genetic like if you are from a predominantly like it's a certain part of Asia it's almost like uh like that where the Middle East kind of crosses over into Indio India and the north Malaysia well that like you know what I'm saying like that yeah section like you're not quite in the Middle East you're not quite in India and then to the north is like a middle part of Siberia I guess you call it but it used to be oh it's like a five point used to be like the stuff in Asia where the Mongols kind of went across if you were from predominantly that heritage you're gonna eat what's indigenous to that land because genetically your body's gonna be more predisposed to process that and digest that and actually do it at a efficient rate. Otherwise, your body is going to think that it's a foreign thing and like try to reject it. Like it's a reason people keep getting super obese in this country. Most of these people are not from areas where cows were indigenous. Then when you look at Caucasians, a lot of them eat stuff that's not necessarily from that area of the Caucasus Mountains. So you're going to get people like like your bodies are reacting to shit. It's a reason that people are going vegan at a higher rate and like being good because vegan, like vegetables, fruits, vegetables are indigenous to everywhere. Like them, those species of living thing have more crossover than anything that we eat. Now you got bacteria and protozoa and all that that have a different, they they are obviously more have more crossover than anything but like when you're looking at like what we eat fruits and vegetables have more crossover you're gonna find more variations of a banana across 
oceans than you would find variations of uh cattle type or that type of animal. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> if you're from Africa and that's your dominant genetic origin, you're going to want to eat things that are predominantly from that part of Africa that you're from, which is why I always tell people, get your genetic testing. Like, you're going to see a difference. Now, if you really want to just take it all the way up, if you're from Africa, don't eat cows. Leave that shit alone. Your body ain't for that. It's a reason most Black people and indigenous people are lactose intolerant. Mm. While people didn't, that, that wasn't what we was doing. You did? So like, yeah. yeah. But but like, and, and like, I, I challenge people to like, don't, don't believe me. Study physiology and biology and try it. Just try it for a month. You will see the difference. And it's like, oh, that's how my body's supposed to be running. All right, cool. Like, I find my mental clarity is a lot higher, like, all that shit. But, you know, again, I, I apologize for my tangents and shit. No, no, it's, it's needed. It's needed because now it makes me want to go ahead and go on Ancestry.com and see where the fuck I'm from. Bruh. When I, <clears throat> like, that shit is different. Like, But you got to mix it with, like, your lifestyle changes. Like, you got to start living like the whoever the people you are from. And I mean that across all races all like origins like wherever you are your people are genetically predominantly from as an mm-hmm. origin race that's the cool part like they tell you like they trace it back to like your people are predominantly from this region now it may be called whatever this country is now but that's just the region where your people predominantly your lineage predominantly like settled back mm-hmm. in times and started from so that's just where you can jump off from you feel what i'm saying so, like, even if your people came over here as slaves, but your people were predominantly from Egypt, it's going to tell you, like, oh, no, your people from this region right here. Your people are from the Sudanese Sudan area. Your people are from the area of, like, where Ethiopia and Eritrea and all that shit's from. Like, it's going to tell you. So, like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. And they're going to say I'm Egyptian. I'm going to come back with that gold shit around my head looking like King Tut. Y'all call me King. 80% of my lineage is from, I mean, uh, yeah, West Africa. Oh, shit. More than, like, the <clears throat> dominant part of West Africa is the Nigeria region. So for me, like, I started, like, I was already on the shit where I couldn't, I couldn't have red meat. But then I started mm-hmm. looking into, like, okay, why is this shit fucking my body up like that? Why am I having these cancer scares? Shit like that. All right, let me look at that shit. So I started, like, researching, like, how does this affect this? And it made perfect sense to me. Everything I studied. Mm-hmm. So I just challenge people, study that shit, and then try it. And if it don't work, cool, then it, that's you and your body. But like bodies are all mm-hmm. too. So like it's like a 80% chance that you're gonna see amazing results. 20% chance you may see nothing. <clears throat> Because you may have a certain mutation, you may have a certain like cross genetic thing where like a certain recessive gene became dominant in your particular like it it goes deeper than that. But like 
All I'm saying is black people ain't supposed to eat dairy if you if you have a lineage just from Africa. That much I know for a fact. It literally yeah. inflammation in the body, which means your yeah. inflammation in the body that is literally a fight or flight response in your body, but it's to nothing. So like your body is in a constant state of stress. So then when you wonder why like you're getting other ailments, your body fighting on yeah. now that shit gonna get tired and they gonna be able to fight something else that's actually attacking your shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's why I don't fuck with cheese no more, man. I don't fuck with nothing dairy. I don't it, it was no, I haven't eaten cereal no more. I, I remember we used to laugh at them and be like, "Man, what the fuck." But it's something too when Face used to be like, yeah, let me get a cheeseburger with no cheese at every place. <laughs> like it's something to that. His body was literally telling him, like, yeah, don't get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen to your body. Like my son, before he knew he was allergic to uh peanuts, he would tell you, no, nah, I don't want that. As soon as you brought it in the area, like now he didn't know he had an allergy yet, but he knew someone's instinctually telling him, nope, don't fuck with that. The more, you, the more one is in tune with his body or some type of metaphysical level, the more you're in tune with your body and you don't know it, you can like, your brain and your conscious will have a conversation with each other. Like it's certain shit that I don't know makes me sick, but as soon as my body ingests it, I'll mentally know what's going nope. on. Down, I'm sweat real quick. Oh, this is what it is. So my body telling me, okay, can't have this in and throw that shit right out. Don't spook a fact. That's your sales mm-hmm. telling you like we ain't gonna be able to do nothing with this. And the closer mm-hmm. it gets to us, we're reacting in a alert like, hey, endocrine system, immune system. Let this nigga know that we ain't gonna be able to do nothing with this. Oh, there it is. See, mm-hmm. we told him. We told him. We told them. So like that, like we ain't gonna spookify that shit. Like everything you feel on a spiritual level, it has a scientific basis, whether we understand it on our particular level of like where we're at with like science. Like there's some shit that like spooks me out, but like Neil deGrasse Tyson would be able to break that shit down in like a, yeah. a three sentence explanation. You dig? So like, it just depends on where you at with your science shit, but like all of that shit has a level of like connection with science. Like it's not crazy. It's not you like, oh, I'm I'm crazy for believing in my religion. No, like all religions have a basis in like science. It's just whether or not you're at a place in science to connect the dot. And there are certain dots that like even like us on a certain level unless we've studied certain parts of science we ain't gonna get it like there's certain parts of quantum physics that like unless you study quantum physics it's gonna be like not necessarily making sense because you haven't connected that next dot to make it make sense you don't have the prerequisite knowledge yet to get there but if you study it and you take enough passion in that shit like shit starts oh all right that total sense like when you look at your body like it's a certain we- reason certain things are out of alignment because you do certain behavior. Most people have a like 
you've thrown certain joints out because you put certain stresses on there because back in the day, somebody told you to man up through an injury that was a legit injury mm -hmm. and that shit builds on them. Another thing, and now you have nerve endings that are constantly inflamed and then that makes certain other areas of your life not able to fight. It, like, it, it all connects. But mm -hmm. if you don't realize that they actually connect, then it looks like, oh, look at God. And that is God. But God gave us science to explain the things that our brains were going to break to make sense. So, like, if you really start to study your religion, you start to study science, and then you start to, and I don't care what religion it is, if it's a real religion. Now, you got some things that are actual businesses. That's not a religion. That's going to operate it from a completely different place. But when you get people that are actually coming from an originally spiritual place, that shit all lines up with whatever science they understood at the time. Mm -hmm. So like my yeah, God ain't necessarily bigger than your God. It's the same God. He just had to give us whatever language we could understand to understand what the fuck was going on around us. So we ain't like crack under the pressure and have mental breakdown. Well, yeah. Makes sense. I promise you if you and if you just study anything long enough, like that shit all comes back to the other shit that people be so confused about, but they'd be like, oh, yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> gotcha. That's why, um, what is it? My brother, he took an allergy test and I'd be like, let me get those results. Cause whatever you allergic to, I'm allergic to. Probably whatever. Even if you're not allergic, I guarantee you got a sensitivity to that shit where like you are yeah. like, oh, I keep getting acne and that shit don't make sense. Or like, I can't lose this particular piece of fat, but otherwise I'm like, what the fuck is that? Or like, oh, I keep getting these fucking colds. Or like, like it, it, it's gonna it's gonna come out. It's gonna manifest somewhere. Oh, pause. I'm allergic to nuts. Any kind of nuts. Period. Pecans. Any of that. Yeah, ground nuts. Pause. Hmm? That going forward, that whistle applies. Pause. 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 So like tree and ground nuts. Mm-hmm. Got you. See my like son, I, son is one time I have nuts. He can have almonds. He can have goddamn coconut. He can have motherfucking uh, acorns, pecans, all that shit. But you put a peanut near that nigga, mm. it's immediate. <clears throat> ugly. No, I can't do it. I and pecans. Think pecans damn near killed me. Man, I, I will say this, this shit ain't so bad with like the air, he, he ain't got like the air type allergy with like being in the air or like the particles themselves, like he got <clears throat> just that shit for him. Yeah, that's the same, same thing with me. It's the same thing with me. But like if I... Folks, boy, you crack a jar of peanut butter, like you crack the seal on that shit. <gasps> Pitch. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or you can't, you can't, uh, you know, they cook, serve... Um, things with peanut oil or whatever, so they can't eat in those restaurants pretty much. But I'm not, mine's is not as sensitive like that. But if I like straight up ingest a, uh, a, a nut in any type of way, pause, pause all the way, I'm, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Pause. <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. I, I pause that immediately. Pause. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and like I said, pecans, they damn near killed by it one time. Mm -hmm. Shut up, thanks. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. I ain't gonna front. Pecans is probably one of my favorite uh, tree seeds. I'll call them that. Them shit, them shit slap. Man, um, my um, throat. Them peanuts and pistachios, like them, like my three, like go to. I, I took one one time and I I couldn't I could barely breathe. It's like my my um esophagus got swollen or some shit like that. Whatever. When I had tried like pecan piles or like a well you know the cinnamon like the pecan rolls or whatever. Them shit slap hard. Paul. Yeah, they're great, but I got to take all the pecans out. <laughs> a long ass process there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just don't eat them. Them shits is chock full of nuts. Chock full. Chock. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a problem with the conversation if it wasn't for faces, face reactions, facial. Uh, every every one of my comments has been specifically to make another one happen. Yep. <laughs> I'm still on pat, so yeah, you know what I'm trying to. I'm trying to swallow it. It just make my throat swell. Shut the fuck up. Pause. Pause. Snap that. <laughs> Snap that. I swear that. <sighs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, let's restart the good and fuck real. <laughs> We just had a a, a great oh, for those that just tuned in health conversation one in the podcast. Oh 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 oh! oh, oh you got before you go to the good and fuckery, um, I got one thing to say. Um, we get hey, I don't normally promote other people's shit and other platforms, but Drink Champs newest episode, Patty LaBelle. Check it out, everybody. Patty, Patty. Mm, oh shit! You said Patty LaBelle. That's Facebook. <laughs> And oh, I love you, and I need you, honey. I right, uh, I'm gonna watch you. that with my mom's. Hey, the bell is her favorite. Whenever you know, oh, it's for show. You can always you gotta get you gotta get a heavy shoulder action. You gotta get Tina shoulders when you think that's it. <laughs> all shoulders, motherfucker. Gotta be like barring. All shoulders, goddammit. All shoulders. You, you know, back in the 80s, they had them big spiky shoulder outfits and stuff. I'm, I'm gonna leave that to myself. Go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> I don't even know what he's about to say, but I'm saying, you know, back I'm in the eighties, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. No one of <laughs> It won't nowhere necessary. Go ahead, champ. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, well, go back into the fuckery, man. Another place that's nowhere near necessary to go to. Uh, is this Mississippi Air- Airbnb where they changed the slave cabin into a luxury getaway? What the fuck? 
Yes. Yeah. Are they advertising it as a slave cap? Um, it's not advertised as well. The property was an 1830 slave cabin, that house. Um, I don't think they necessarily the wording doesn't say slave cabin, but if you look at it, it's a freaking slave cabin. There's <laughs> no way around it. It's, it's no way around it. I how, would, how, how does it become luxury? When they um put a TV in that bitch. What? Put a real bed in that bitch. They they you know they remodel it in the inside and everything. You know, it looks like slave cavern on the outside, but it, they remodel it in the inside, probably up to date things, maybe have a little bit of Wi-Fi. But yeah, it's Got if you look at the cabin on the outside and it's, it's they redid it. Yeah, it, it's Jones for Airbnb. It's 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 gotten so bad that Airbnb has uh, actually put out an apology about it. So yeah, so Airbnb has faced backlash in the days since a uh, TikTok video about. Did listing. Airbnb ever get that uh lady out that lady house? You remember that squatter lady that kind of just pulled up on the lady house and she was just in there and the lady was like, "There she go, y'all. She won't leave." And the other lady was smoking a cigarette. Did y'all see that? It was like a viral oh. video, like maybe a couple months ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, oh no, it was a, a I haven't seen woman. a backup a black woman. She had rented her house out to Airbnb, and the lady that rented the Airbnb would not leave when the Airbnb time was up. Mm. And the police came and was like, "Yeah, you gotta." Uh, she basically you gotta treat her like a tenant at this point. So you gotta gotta go through all of the eviction proper eviction proper processes. Yeah, see. And this lady came out the back bedroom like a dinosaur on a Jurassic Park, like, <laughs> like out of the nowhere in the middle of this lady life, sat at the kitchen table and lit up a cigarette. No. And the lady was like, Oh, I know this bitch ain't smoking in my house. Oh, she is smoking in my house. And it was nothing the lady could do. She was like, you better not do, touch me. This my house. You better not touch me. Let's see. That wouldn't have, I, I, I can understand the people that that shit happens to, but my mentality allows me to go to a different realm to get you about my shit. A whole different realm I can't speak of on our platform. Oh, oh, oh. You feel me? in fear of not having a platform. Yeah. But those of you who know, you know. Um, I know a great way of dealing with a squatter. It's a non-violent way too. Non-violence, non-violence, non-violence. It's gonna be traumatizing to that, to that squatter, but I can guarantee within two hours they'll move out. <laughs> I can guarantee anybody got a squatter. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, and holler that face. I give you the best plan to get your, your squatter out your house. It's guaranteed to work. Guaranteed. 
low, low rate of 99 95. Please holler at him offline on a secure channel. Yes. Yeah, don't do that on the partner network. No. <laughs> low. Um, be selling my services for 99 95. Otherwise, we're going to have to be calling him uh, Dace on the pod. <laughs> you know what, partner? Ace. <laughs> oh, I, you, know, you, know, I, you know I ain't got no creativity when it comes to uh, stretching these names. Uh, anybody, so, uh, if anybody involved in any story I've ever told on this podcast, here they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. A so, uh, boy, Chase, is, uh, is making haste. <laughs> Because he's on the run in this race. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like take a <laughs> goddamn squad in somebody's house. Hell, road shoot. I, I understand both parties. I don't. You caught her slipping. You caught her slipping. You know the law better than she do. You just got to be living there for a certain amount of years without her doing nothing to get you out. I was always lady. If you're going to steal, steal. I would have rather her rob the house and stole everything in there. She did. Then, then, then now you on a different level of like, like there's a level of like, you're making it personal. Oh, ma'am, ma'am, get your homeless ass about my career. It's my shit now. Because if I'm a female, there would not have been a laugh to me. Nobody would have ever known that lady was at my house. No. Why would have scrubbed that motherfucking record so quick? Mm-mm-mm. I ain't never did it, but I do know what to do. And it would have been no record that that lady ever showed up at that career. They'd have been like, damn, uh-uh. girl, they ain't never make it to the Airbnb. I wonder what happened. She must have decided to go somewhere else. She must have had a duck off spot with her boo. Because she wouldn't have made it. I can guarantee Shirley's squatting. Shirley ain't got no damn boo. God. Oh, God. At least not on paper. If Shirley had a boot, her coot would have any evidence of Shirley somewhere. I don't know. But I can tell you this. There are certain asses that eat through even bones. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't think I heard you right. I didn't say nothing. I don't think I heard you right. You didn't hear me. I didn't say nothing to hear. Because I heard is certain type of asses that go through bone. Sure, that'll be what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're gonna go with that. That sounds okay. great. Okay. Cause I thought I was tripping. So Pat, what's the next thing on the good and fucking? Um, um, Ted, the end of last one, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Airbnb it said they ain't with that fuckery. Um, it's been other accounts of other places actually promoting like slave quarters. Um, they they closing that down. There was some in Georgia and everything. This one was sounds in Mississippi. About right. Sounds about right. Georgia, Bama, so, Mississippi. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah. Be- Yep. Georgia, yep. Actually, I think that's what I saw. Louisiana, actually. I did Georgia, think I see that on the list. In the Django suite. Mm-hmm. Yep. What it is did. that nigga doing on that neck? The D Savage. Even you can enter the hot box just like Broomhilda. 
When I saw this, I started having, oh man. When I had to drive to Alabama. For our male guests, we'll hang you upside down and threaten castration. Touch my balls, I kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. So Airbnb, uh, Airbnb, they apologize. And along with apologies this week, uh, well, last week, uh, y'all seen that Will Smith apology video? I did. I refused to watch it. Stop it. So I just saw it on the uh, dock and was like, well, we're going to go with that. Cause, uh, yeah. What y'all um, think? I, I ain't watch it. I ain't want to see Will apologize. <clears throat> Getting tired of niggas doing shit and apologizing for it when you know what you did was intentional. And like you said, man, you went up and purposely slapped the motherfucker. I ain't want him no apology. I I was I will say he did. They what they did is they did the videos. He straight up just they'll um, pull up the questions. He'll say the questions, then he'll answer the basically answer the questions from the people. And I will say he he, he took accountability. I'll give him that. He took accountability for it or whatever. So, so like, he even admits that uh, he apologized to Chris Rock, Chris Rock's mom, Tony Rock. Um, he said that the, what he did was ir- um, irreprehensible, like, that he's not, he's not expecting them to forgive him, so to speak, or whatever, but he, he just wanted to say his piece I believe and just have some type of explanation or whatever so he seems real actual remorseful for it like if it was anybody else I would say hey this is just their PR work or whatever but he seems real sincere huh so you're saying if it was Boosie you wouldn't believe it Lucy, uh, nah, I wouldn't believe anything of an apology from Lucy. Oh, I wouldn't believe uh, nothing. I would say Mr. this, Mr. Zuckerberg. In the case of uh, one Wilbert Willard, uh, what's that name? Nigga named Willard. William. William. Nigga named William. Huh? I thought the nigga name was William. I don't know if it, if that's the case. I'm pretty sure it's Willard. I, I might be wrong. I, I I was started reading this book, got halfway through it, and then I started reading a whole other book. So uh, I done kind of forgot a certain pieces, but I feel like that nigga name was Willard. It is a character. Yeah. I remember Willard. it was something very different than what it might be William. I'm not sure. It is. I'm, no, it is. I'm going to call him Willard. Willard. Tonight. It's Willard. It's, it's Willard Carroll Smith. Okay, I thought I, I thought I won't trip it because I remember he had like a very different name, and that's why he shortened it. It's Willard. Yeah, Willard. 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 Yeah, Willard. Sound like an off duty Viking. Um, <laughs> but I will say about Willard. <laughs> Willard the terrible. Um, what I will say about Willard is this. I'm not a fan of the image of the apologetic black male, but I will say. Mm-hmm. As far as teaching young people how to take accountability when they're wrong without like standing on some bullshit, I can say he he did a master class of it. Now, what I will say is two parts of me on this though. No matter what, 
I respect the accountability that he did take. Like, I really do think like he he apologized to the right people. He mm-hmm. uh, he took accountability for the fact that he honestly just didn't have an explanation for certain shit. Like, he he was very transparent. I, I can respect it. But I will say this: on the elevator side of me, good job, Will. On the nigga side of me, though, good job, Will. But you ain't gonna get no answer back from Chris Rock till you uh call that man and offer him the fair one. Like, you owe him or one of his brothers at his choosing to fail. Yeah. Like that that gotta happen before you can have any conversation. Like after an ass whooping has been rendered on one of these sides, but on a fair playing field, we can then move forward and talk. But I know me. I don't know what let, let me let me not put me in this because I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have knocked that nigga fuck out. <laughs> right there on that damn stage. Now, I would have, I would have knocked the shit out of uh, goddamn uh, what is it? Uh, last Earth. I would have beat his ass back to Last Earth. Oh God, like that would have went real. Very vengeful and petty man. I might hit that nigga with my uh hard bottom shoe. He might have got choked out with a real bow tie. Like it, it, it was gonna go ugly though. Like it was gonna be at least a three piece thrown. And whether he hit the ground or not, immediate choking afterwards. Like, you're going to die, nigga, in front of everybody. And ain't nobody pulling me off your ass because my mama ain't here. Like, you going to uh, die. I don't know if it's been said before, but I'm going to say it again. It's one, thing, it's one thing to strike a man with a closed fist. But to slap a man, that's something totally different. You take yeah, a man from being a man and you lower that yeah. ma- man's masculinity. You feel Telling me? that man you ain't a man. You, you, a yeah, I'd rather you punch me. Totally different. I'd rather you punch me. So in the essence of being slapped, you've been disrespected on a total different level. So the the for a normal, regular man, the, re- the repercussions of that are going to be dire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I know these these men with all this money are trying to be black excellence and all this, but deep inside these black men still brawls a black man who got slapped and slapped a person. So at the end of the day, you can be black excellence and try to be the role model and apologize and all this other shit. But like I said, I ain't trying to hit an apology. So I know they ain't really trying to hit a goddamn apology. At a certain I, point, I think the apology got like an off. Motherfucker got to, you got to be an alpha I type shit. You feel me? Like, okay, let's meet up. Let me slap the fuck out you real quick in yeah. front of somebody, something in front of in front, in front of your wife. Let me slap the fuck out you in front of your wife. Something in that realm. Because I know, I know Chris, wife. Wife. Like, I'm I don't know if Chris Rock married. I don't know if he got a significant other. I don't know nothing about that, but I know if he do, it was divorced. But it, I guarantee he fucking somebody. Or was fucking somebody before that slap, and they seen that damn slap. I'm gonna almost guarantee that at this point, Chris Rock is probably dating a white woman on the low, and she, mm-hmm. white women are a lot more understanding of these things. He probably mm-hmm. got his dick sucked thoroughly that evening. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just put that out there and just be real. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that was the case. I'm pretty sure he went home that evening with a swole jaw. But it was no more swelling below the waist. I'm sure. I'm sure he got that <clears throat> when he got home. Yeah, Kimberly, all this money he's Kimberly, getting lately. Haley. But I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. 
because Tiz, you said this that. months and months ago. And I, you I, said this I, months I, and months I, ago, I, man. I want to vote that we stop talking about Will and motherfucking Jada once again, because Will brought their ass back into the spotlight with the slap. God damn it. That is I want to get these motherfuckers no, to, back out the goddamn media. I was until some more bullshit happened. <laughs> get the ass back out the goddamn media, please. Please get the ass out the goddamn media. I know it's you know, another black mind, out there doing some shit. I don't mind Will in the I don't media. like him under that spell. Is that? I don't. I don't I like Will I when he's going out doing adventurous shit, going on his going when, shit. When Will is doing Will and he's being Will, I don't mind when Will's being Will. It's everybody else in the family that's extra. Will family. and Jazzy Jeff need a show. Shit, they need they need a reality show. Will and Jazzy Jeff need a adventure like a adventure show where they go and do different shit, man. Get Will back with his homeboy, man. Yeah, he do need some uh, masculine energy around him uh, in a major way right now. Yeah, and I. <laughs> I don't mean no weird shit, but like he need like his bros around him, like that really got his back, that care for him. Like he need, mm-hmm. he need to reach back out to his roots. Sometimes you need to be around your partners, man, to get yourself with, to get yourself realigned in, in in your head. You feel me? Sometimes you get so bogged down with the relationship shit and the bullshit of regular normal life, and your life is set, and you you become so separated from. The, the 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 normality of just being around your friends and shit that shit everything starts spiraling. Will got to that goddamn point where that spiral came to that tip and he popped the fuck off. But wow. right now he would never cut he would never recovery point where he needs some good time alone yeah. to himself, but he also yeah. needs some good time around people that can help build just him back up. You feel me? Some like-minded people who just want to be around him and just have fun. Don't want nothing from him. That part. Him. That, that's like some good, some good people. Not people with no bad intentions. Not people. Oh yeah, you should go do this. No nah, man. What what you want to do, man? What, what what's going on? Like you want? Oh, you want to go do bad? Go on this on on, on this bit on this building? Oh, oh okay. Shit, I'm down for it. Shit. I bet. Yeah, just go do some crazy shit with your friends, man. Like that type of shit. Cause like I felt like his biggest, like he said it in the uh, apology. He re- he writes it in his book. His biggest like thing is like his need to have the approval of his peers, people around. Him. Yeah. So like he got a place where he's not around people that he needs to please that don't want him to please them. Mm-hmm. Like for a minute, so he can like build his confidence up. It's a thing there, like he got to heal with that before he can be healthy for anybody relationship because he gonna continuously keep pointing the shit that night might not and because of that he's gonna keep coming back to this place of feeling empty because he's giving his all to like spaces that may not necessarily be in a place to be symbiotic and I think we talked about Mm -hmm. it like you know like once a relationship get parasitic like I don't care what type of relationship it is that shit gonna fail and he's yeah. out of those relationships where he's feeding into things that like are not necessarily giving him anything back. Mm-hmm. But come on, Will, get jiggy with it, man. Shit. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, at least call the men in black. When you need a lift, who's the cat in the drop? Yo, that Will Smith. Come on, man. The guy, he defend us. Ta, 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 ta. Ooh. 
Come on, Will, man. Let me see. It Will, just I don't really want you to rap. It just bounce. I don't want you to rap no more. I just want you to make movies. Now everybody just you, walk. You don't have to make a rap song too much. Take a walk, man. Come on and make your network. Mm, 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 mm. Now freeze. <laughs> make your network. Yeah, I had to put that whistle out. You know why? Yes, please. Yes, please. It was a different time back in the nineties, my people. <laughs> it's always a bigger <laughs> Really different time. Real different. <clears throat> but um, yeah, well, um, be well. All right, keep the rest of your family away from the media. Sick of that. I'm sick of that table. Okay. Weird ass. <laughs> table need to be canceled until further notice, man. Like they need to get their shit in order. Yeah, y'all need to be a couch. Get That's right, what y'all need. Y'all need to in your house. I need in order, like. I, I say that, like, your house got to be in somewhere order for you to give advice on that shit. Yeah, yeah. final episode That's of the Red like, Table Talk. How to fuck it up. But you, she keep giving advice on how to repair shit, but your shit ain't repaired. Like, you're not healed. You can't yeah. listen to advice from a motherfucker who giving advice in a situation that they fucked up in themselves. No, you can't. If they've gotten out of it. No, nah, that's what I said. You can't listen to them if they fucked up in the same situation themselves. Oh, agree, agree. <clears throat> Unless they tell oh, you what to avoid, where they like, hey, don't do that no more, because uh, this shit got way worse. To, but if to they that whole to thing, you how to make it better, nigga, save yourself before you throw me to raft, my man. To that whole family go somewhere and talk to a doctor on a couch, they don't need to bring out a red table. They need to go just bring out the couch. The that final bring episode out the of the red table talk, they gonna invite Will back and he gonna take an ax to that damn table. Big fact. I hope he does. Fiery <clears throat> Captain Caveman. I don't know. That ain't had nothing to do with an axe. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was better than what I was about to say. I thought the Dudley boys going to come out and then they're going to put somebody through a table. <laughs> the red table. Ivan. Get the table. Testify. Or whatever he did. <laughs> oh, Nigga gave Still don't understand how this motherfucker ID slams your ass through a fucking uh Sunday school table. <laughs> that's all them just was fucking Sunday school. That's all they were. Them the shit you yeah, eat the biscuit and drunk your juice to <laughs> you went upstairs to the vestibule and had church church. Jesus love me, yes I know. Table. That was where you read the little the little pamphlets on God, and then you mm-hmm. colored them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Watching VeggieTales. <laughs> no, man. We ain't had VeggieTales, but yeah. Can I tell you something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sunday school was some of the best times of my damn life. To this day, some of the hardest laughs I've ever had came at some point during the Sunday school something. Whether it was a practice for a play, whether mm-hmm. it was the time in the middle of church that my entire Sunday school class all sung the Temptations version of Silent Night as our choir sung the regular version, including the, including the at the end, Merry Christmas from the Temptations. When I tell you the, <laughs> the, the whole rendition, like just so some weird. of the fun, genuinely just <clears throat> pure fun moments, like not no crazy shit, just like 
damn, that was good times to sneaking out after Sunday school when you get to like that 11 year old mark, 12 year old mark, where like, all right, I'm I'm a little older. So Sunday school is like, all right, I got you. But like afterwards, yeah, you ain't really checking me no more. You just expecting me to be there. So we sneaking out to get the honey, the honey biscuits from Church's Chicken when they first drop. Like mm-hmm. when they first, first drop. When you can get like you can get like four biscuits for 99 cents. The motherfuckers be putting their chains together and shit. Shit you supposed to put in the collection plate. We out there scrambling together to get some biscuits. Sneaking across the street, hoping we can get back in time so like your parents and, and your grandparents and shit don't see your ass up in the car law or front look back from the first pew and realize there's a whole road missing. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the church ain't got but like 80 some people in the motherfucker. And 20 some of those are the kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know what those conventions, those conventions. Those conventions. Yeah, I will say that. Hey, look, we might we might just not get through nothing else tonight. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh them conventions. You are a PK, a church kid, anybody that grew up in the church, especially a black, a predominantly black church. And you know about them church conventions. Yes, Lord. Where like 20% of it was you singing in the choir and having to like literally catching the spirit in the choir and having like some of the best church you ever had. But the other 80% was you like scheming on how to get some kuntun. And like when I say all church conventions were different, like so like you had like, I say like 80% of the kids there were like these church kids. And then you had like 20% of us that were from the 804. Whether it be a certain church called Beta Beta Malters that was like up in uh, Richmond. And then was like our uh, niggardly counterparts. <laughs> yeah. Or you had our church that would just come through with nothing but like some of the, like we were just all ratchet as hell. To the point where like we would bust up and like, you know how like, I don't know, Pat, if you grew up in the church like that, but like, if you ever seen like at a church convention, whether you like, you know, they had them little sessions where you go in and like, it'd be like different Bible schools tailored toward different age groups. So like at the church convention, each age group is bracketed off. So you got like the 10 to 13 year old, 13 to 16 year old, 16 to like 20 year old, that's like in that older teen or whatever, got like the adult group. So we in like, at this point, I'll say like, I think the 13 to 16 year old group. No, we might've, I don't know. We know. But I know like the oldest people in there were 17 and we won't quite that yet. But we also weren't like in the like, like the adolescent groups or like them 11 to 14 year olds. So we're somewhere in that 14 to 17 year old range, whatever that was, whatever that grouping was, we was in that. So like they in the middle of the thing, we late as hell to the fucking session. Ludacris out, second album just dropped. This is how me face and the rest of my like it was like it was like me face my little cousin, and then like uh, our homeboy uh, Tiss. <laughs> um, but this is our crew. We bust up in this motherfucker. It, they're in middle of talking about, you know, the scripture. We bust up in there bumping. Who do you? Sticky, icky, icky, icky. 
Nikki, Nikki. I got a hit thing, bad hit thing. Just see the big old ass. It's Saturday, stick it with a pizza on my shoulder. And everybody got a slice in their hand and we jamming. Pointing to the little girls that, that we done hollered at at the damn uh, choir practice. Cause we gonna holler at them later. Cause they from DC and they get down. So we gonna uh, sort that out this evening at uh, at their hotel. But that's how we bust up into that. Now, switch to tonight, the same night. We're about to, like, this is the banquet of like the, maybe the second to the last night. It's like the big banquet that they have. You know, everybody's in this joint. <laughs> same crew now. Same foursome here. We bust up in the banquet. Bumping MJG and A ball. Pimp hard. Pimp hard. <laughs> Pimp hard. <laughs> this is like an hour and a half before we gotta go up in the choir and say, Hallelujah. So <laughs> when I tell you we were the epitome of niggerdom for no reason. <laughs> now, mind you, this evening. Oh, we get all of those girls that we were talking about. We're in this bitch. We pump up in this joint, bump and pimp hard, and have lines of girls trying to take pictures with us. Like we celebrities, and don't none of them know who the fuck we is. <laughs> we just came in there like that. And this is the late 90s, so we come in that bitch with silk shirts on. <laughs> Looking like a broke ass color me bad. <laughs> Oh God, I got the pictures. Oh God, I'll never put them out, but I got them. Thank God I got them, cause of, <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. They gonna be burnt as a part of my will, believe that. But I still need them to look back and laugh, cause uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the poster made it. Was so different that to come say happened at the church convention. I figured. I figured. The same one. The same one. The same one. You're right. Now, mind you, there was a three-year run of church conventions to the point of (laughs) shit getting nasty in the hotel room and me and a companion kicking face in the head by mistake and him going to sleep and (laughs) cursing us out from the bathroom the entire rest of the evening like niggas are trying to sleep at this point and he's still in there cursing fuck y'all nigga <laughs> you motherfuckers that sound like faith yeah sounds about right i can see that happening to the next con- to the to the convention before that one where we're in the hotel room and it's literally so the kid, like all of the teenagers are all on one big floor, but the hotel we in is like a square. So like there's a, if you look straight down the middle, there is just nothing but a straight drop, but all of the rooms are aligned in a square and all of them are connected like suites. So there's inner doors where you can go to the next door room if they if they unlock their door. So mm-hmm. none of us can go out because they have chaperones all in the hallway. 
So we literally have a full floor party where like you just walk through room to room and you got drinks in room room. You got some other stuff in another room. You got Kuntnum in this room. You got the card table hey, in this real. room. You got niggas playing a video game in this room. Like it's literally a full floor party and you just walk, everybody just walking through like hanging. And the most popping room was the like Bishop's kid. Like the head bishop, that's like the head bishop of the entire grouping of churches. He was his kid had the most popping room. Okay, I can see how I can see that happening. He's the bishop or whatever. He got ties to doing stuff. He's the the kid of literally ninety percent of that floor. Let's just say had a great evening. Him and his little brother were the only two do like part of that 10% that did not. Like everybody partied the hardest in their room and then left with all of them. I can also see that happening. Also. I'll never forget that. Cause it this happened on like the second night of the convention. It's like a four day thing. So like the next two nights, them, them two dudes were just salty at everybody. <laughs> Screwed up face at every event. Hey, Pat, you, you know what a, a coffee pot sound like off the 27th floor? At the, uh, like, thrown off the 22nd floor? Mm-hmm. XT is this I, sound. <laughs> what did you do? And what did you do? I'm definitely yeah, so my auditory uh sensory is not the best, so I could not tell you what that may sound like. However, I could tell you that several things were thrown from a 22nd floor that evening, and a coffee pot was not the least of them. And it's not the least of them. This was not the only person present and or complicit, whether you want to confirm or deny anything. I'm just gonna say that. It was a lot of things thrown that evening. Who are y'all throwing this? I'll tell you what's even funnier. On the inside of that same hotel, to go to the the actual end of the like end of the week church, uh, like actual church ceremony, like the actual church, Mm -hmm. and have the bishop stand up in front of everybody and go. Excuse me, it is sad that I need to make this announcement. But pennies and other hard objects thrown from the 22nd floor feel like bullets and can severely harm and or kill. Please or kill coins and other objects from the 22nd floor. And it is it is extremely disheartening for the same forcing that I told you about from the next year's convention to all sink very low in their seats all of a sudden. Because for some reason, the bishop was talking straight to them. Literally. <clears throat> straight to them. Yeah. <laughs> and on the way back in the van from said convention to then be uh, complicit in a bunch of uh, Kuntnoop smells coming from the back row of said van. 
was a lot going on back in church. Church was not uh as heavy as it probably should have been for us. Or to have, you know, certain people's brothers just appear and go to church praise dance practice. High as a giraffe's ass. And uh have to be laid out on one of the preacherly chairs in the vestibule for the entire praise dance practice. As the you know, those chairs are comfortable. As the preacher's daughter leads praise dance practice. Say that shit again, Pat. They comfortable, right? They are comfortable. I bet they shit. are. If you <laughs> are high off your ass. <laughs> and we're fucking 14 going to fucking church. Supposedly trying to keep our fucking new, new uh endeavors a secret. Remember, nigga, no. I'm old. I'm old. I was 15 then. <laughs> All I know is that's a hell of a fucking first day to have your motherfucker first time. We ain't got time for that shit that day. Could have done it the day after. You knew all damn week on Wednesday we got to go to praise day. I forgot. My, <laughs> my mother have to tell me 10 minutes before the church van pulls up. Hey, go get your brother. He look fucked up. That is not what you want to hear at 14. And then you got to try to figure out what story we're going to tell. Because allergies don't quite explain your brother's behavior that afternoon or evening. But you know, the things we had to do at church. Thank you, church. I will always praise God. And thank you, Jesus. I appreciate your sacrifice. But I will say this. Church, y'all ain't worth a damn. <laughs> like, church don't work till you an adult. Because them teen, I'm going to tell y'all now, parents at church, don't put your kids on Sundays. Carry your kids with you at everything. Because if not, they fuck. Some debaucherous shit. They fuck. Church lock-in? Oh, my God. Whole church lock-in smell like pussy. Whole church lock-in smell like pussy. And then we got to hold hands and pray before it's time to eat. And don't nobody hold hands. Boy. You point down, you don't realize on my screen, you are at the bottom of the screen. Keep telling on yourself. You right. <laughs> right? You are absolutely right. Keep pointing. You are pointing the right direction. Him? Yep. Him, Himothy. Himothy. Him, Thaniel. Him, Mosafet. Yep, him right there. Him downstairs. Him downstairs. Him, <laughs> <laughs> most of that. That's a new one. <laughs> most of that. Well, um, oh my god. Weirdly enough, we ain't uh, got to shit on the docket. But um, this has probably been my favorite episode we have done in 88 episodes. I'm not even gonna lie. I have enjoyed this more. <laughs> than probably any other episode to this point. And I can say that unequivocally. Like that, this is, this has been great. And I'm pretty sure I ain't said that last word right, but that's okay. We gonna break. Unequivocally. Anyway. It's cool. It's all right. 
I don't know. We're going to have a step show. He said, he said it sounds close enough to him. No, I ain't going to rock with that. I'm done. I'm done. The step but team, for, team. For a long time. A long time. Chips and five O's was my favorite shit. And I never watched the show with Eric Estrada. But Chips and five O, boy, boy, boy. I'm telling you, man, we got some stories, man. We've been in a lot of shit, yo. Pat, we're gonna have to talk more offline. It's a lot of yeah. stuff that in 20 some in almost 20 years that you still don't that in 21 years that you still don't quite know. Nah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fucking stories. Like we have been a lot of shit together, you know. Like boy, when I tell you about five oh and the long ass weird triangle that that spawned off, like it's so many things that spiraled off of that initial meeting. Yo. Matter of fact, um, yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's episode, guys. Uh, there are some things that partners uh, sometimes need to discuss. Our squad just can't be a part of. And we love y'all. Trust me, we do. But um, yeah, before I end up slipping up and saying somebody's real name, um, yeah, um, if you would like to support the podcast, at any point, just know that you could do so in several ways. The easiest way, the free way, the best way that you could do it that would keep us out there is go ahead and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Make sure you like the video and share it so we can continue to get more eyes on it because we are 25 subs away on YouTube from 1,000. 25. Yes, sir. And we are constantly gaining more and more plays on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Mute, all of the podcast platforms. So, like, continue to do your job, Squad, we thank you. That is the easiest way you can support. It's free. Now, if you've done that already and you want to continue to support and you want to help us to continue to be able to create this content and uh, have the space in our lives to do so, then you could do so financially. You could do so in a couple of ways. First way you could do that is by going to your cash app, dollar sign, partner tiers one. That is dollar sign, partner tiers one. You can go ahead and send a donation that way. Second way you could do that is you can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners, buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners. That is the one-stop shop for all of your exclusive perks. And you can sign up for a membership for $4.99 or you can donate for as little as a dollar to just support. You can also go to Spotify where you can sign up for a monthly membership for $4.99 a month and continue to help us to grow. We are always uh, very, very thankful for anyone who is wonderful enough to donate and we do appreciate all the donations we've got over the years now if you want to support financially but you want something back in return for your donation other than just our content face how can they do that well as always as i always say on every show every week please take yourselves to rtrayclothing.com once again that's rtrayclothing.com Wait a minute, let me spell it for you. A-R-T-R-E clothing.com. No, I will not spell clothing for you. Now, what I haven't been telling you is the new promo code, PARTNERS22. That's PARTNERS22, all caps, P-O-D-N-A-S-2-2. Save me some money. Comes in handy. Now, on the website, 
the only place you can find the official partners merchandise. So you got your t-shirts, your hoodies, your slides, all partners. Besides that, all your art trade clothing. Come get it. Slides, um, t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, clothing, period. Come check it out, man. Even if you don't get nothing, just go to the website, check it out. Hey, it's worthwhile. Indeed. Indeed. And once you got your partner's merch or your AC83 gear, make sure you communicate with us. You talk to us. You get with us outside of just the podcast. How can they talk to us, Pat? Uh, at sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's at sign T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That's uh, the Twitter. That's the TikTok. That's the Instagram. That's the Twitch. And if you're on Facebook, Tiz, Face, Pat, are the podcast. Indeed, indeed. Or you go to all of those, subscribe, follow, friend, all of that good stuff so that you don't miss anything we drop. Um, we have certain contents that don't always come out on the actual YouTube or the podcast networks. So make sure you subscribe, you follow, you friend, whatever you got to do. Get with us. And uh, yeah, man, as always, now that you are officially a member of the pod squad, we just want to thank you for showing up tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And as always, I have been one-third of the partners, your boy Tiz, and I've been along with. It's the other third of the partners, P-A-T-T-A-W-O-N, and I am along with Dramatic Paul. You know, man, it's your boy facing the place. We're third this week. We're going to finish this race. Thank you all. Keep coming and see us, man. Yes, sir. We about this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace out, motherfucker. See y'all on episode 89. Have a great week. 89 was a good year. 88 was a good year.